I think you are the lightning. Lightning with the yellow hair. Like a quitsipaita. Quitsipaita. That's what I will call you. Lightning yellow hair. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Yeah, hello. I can see you. Uh, all I can see was the top of your head there for a second. As I'll lean back in my chair. Peeking out, yeah. So, uh, do you have a good doing, week? Doing, yeah, it's a good week. Doing the Kilroy looking thing. Oh yeah, Kilroy was here. Yeah, you got to do your fingers. So it was good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, short weeks are. uh, I remember those uh, the days that I worked. uh, The only ones I ever did uh, the twelve hour rotations like that's when I worked at Bristol Compressors. Yeah. And worked overnight the overnight shift. Yeah, that was horrible. Six thirty to six thirty overnight was. Yeah, you ain't got to tell me about it. That's, I know. I used to do the third shift thing, too. I don't mind regular third shift. when, uh, Like when I first started working at Walmart back years and years ago, I enjoyed the third shift. Um, but it was like a 10 to, it's supposed to be like a 10 to 7 schedule that turned into like a 10 to 8, 10 to 9, 10 to 11. I enjoyed it when the, I always had it worked out. I had my schedule worked where they would work me. I would be off on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I'd work overnight on Monday and then I'd get off on Tuesday. I'd be off all day Tuesday. So I would just stay up and then sleep regular Tuesday night and then be off and be at home Wednesday all day. Even though I had to go to work at Wednesday night, I would just stay up all day and then work all night Wednesday night. And then you get home on Thursday <laughs> And you're like, well, I'm off tonight, so I'll just stay up all day today <laughs> and then sleep regular Thursday night and then stay up Friday and then, you know, go to work Friday. So it almost felt like you had four days off in a row <laughs> because it was daytimes <laughs> that you were off. Um, you would lose. You were always able to do that, though, Dave. Yeah, you'd lose like 16 hours worth of sleep, but. <laughs> what, like I said, you've always been able to do that. You worked at, uh, what was it, Food Line and. And and McDonald's at the same time, and you'd get off one and go straight to the other one. Oh yeah, that was. And back then in the get day. off the other one and go right back to the other one. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah, I remember many a night. It'd be like you'd take me. We'd be like we'd go out for a ride. You'd take we'd go out riding in your truck, and then I wouldn't be in it five minutes, and I'd be asleep. You know. Yeah. I'd, and I'd be riding around for at least a half hour <laughs> talking to you, and you'd be sleeping. I'd be like. Hey, wake up, Dave. Yeah. I was like, I sleep. I don't care. 
Yeah, those were the, <laughs> those were the days. Those are the days when you're, you know, okay, I got to be at work. We're we're out running around at one and two o'clock in the morning, and you're like, okay, I got to be at work at five o'clock in the morning. And so you start mm-hmm. doing that math in your head that okay, if I if I leave now, I can be home and get two hours of sleep before I have to go to work. And then you cut it down a little bit, and then eventually you're like, okay, if I leave now, I can take a shower before I go to work. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've done, I did that on several occasions, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, working down at Cedar Creek on the weekend were times I had to open the place. So I'd be out with you guys, like I said, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, yeah. running the roads and have to, you know, be like, well, if I go home right now, I can get, you know, a couple hours sleep, get up and get me a shower and, and get to work. And, and then you end up drinking freaking Doctor Enough and Jolt Cola and all that other stuff. Yeah, this is back before the advent of the, the energy Red drinks Bull, for yeah, the no, most part. No Red Bull yeah. or Monster or anything. <clears throat> but that Jolt no. Cola was pretty strong, though. Yes, it was. It was like twice the caffeine and all the sugar of a normal cola, and that was. And they advertised it that way. Where they would sell those, uh, the uh, no dose. You go in like the gas station, and they had those little no dose on the counter. And, I did those one time, and I'll never do them again. I'll never do them again. And I'm sorry. Because it was like a little caffeine pill, right? Yeah. And it's concentrated. Oh, yeah, I'd it was loaded. I'd kick like, I think it's like one or two of them back because I'd, I would, at the time I was working two jobs. So I would work, I'd go in and work Cedar Creek, and I'd get out, I'd work until close time, which was 11. And I had to be at the other job at 11 o'clock, but I told him, I said, hey, look, I'm already working a job. I get off at 11 o'clock. So I need a little bit of travel time to get from point A to point B. And, and they're like, yeah, okay, we don't got a problem with that. So then I would work, you know, from the time I got there, which was usually about 1130, 11, somewhere around there. And I'd work there until like six or seven in the morning. And it was catching up with me. And I was like, I, I've got to do something to stay awake. And so I got those caffeine pills off the, off the counter. And I took like one or two of them. And oh my gosh. It was horrible. It was like my <laughs> head was just like, it just felt like for ants just crawling underneath my skin all yeah. the time. I was just like, ah. Yeah. That's <clears> when, <throat> when your hair, when you feel, yeah, your hair crawling, that's when it was too many, too much. Yeah. I was just like, no, and I'll never do that again. It was just, it was bad. And then when I got home, I couldn't like just lay down and go to sleep because I was still hyped up on freaking cat <laughs> I remember we had a boy that worked third shift, and that's what <clears throat> he had went to the Bristol race that day, you know. And so mm-hmm. he he had been out in the in the sun all day, and he was sunburnt, and and that that wears you out too. But then staying up all mm-hmm. day and not sleeping, and then came to work, and that's what uh, he was he was crashing as soon as he got to work. He was already so tired. Um, and uh, yeah. one of the boys that worked there gave him that's what he gave him like a couple of no dose. And he he uh, and he took him, and he was like a jackrabbit, <laughs> just like boom 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 boom, for about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember we went to last break uh, that morning. We would take it. We would go out there to the front of the store because um, you know we stopped. We'd go out to the front of the mm-hmm. store in the vestibule and take our last break because at that time of the morning, nobody, I mean, the store was open, but nobody was coming in or out. 
So we just yeah. kind of sat out there, and uh, he passed out in the mid, just laid down in the floor. Um, he finally crashed. He couldn't uh, couldn't ride it anymore, and he was just passed out laying in the floor. His customers stepping over and coming in. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. But I guess we should jump into 1883. I, r- I really like the last three episodes. Because this was episode seven. Oh, Lightning Yellow Hair. Yeah, because it, uh, it's episode seven. So there's only 10 episodes this season. So mm-hmm. there's only three more to go. And I keep reading stuff in some of the Facebook groups that there's only going to be one season. Lisa. Taylor Sheridan said that there was only going to be one season. Because he made the comment, uh, unlike Yellowstone, uh, I've already written the whole thing. He said, uh, uh, 1883 only goes one season. That's it. Then we may jump ahead to 1922 to 35, somewhere in the middle of like, but it's like he's pushing the, uh, the storyline to get back up to Yellowstone. Um, he said, but I haven't figured that all out yet, but I think that interview that those people are quoting and, and posting was actually before 1883 was even released when he had written it, it was done, it was ready to go, but the studio, they, well, they definitely didn't have the ratings yet because I mean, they hadn't aired, nothing had aired, it hadn't been released. I can't imagine the studio letting him just do this as a one and done and. Yeah, but the thing about it is, though, is once that wagon train gets to their destination, then you're just looking at uh, 1883 is just going to be Yellowstone in 1883. So the things that are going on, you know, you can. Yeah, but can you wrap that up in three more episodes? Yeah, I don't know if I could do that in three more episodes because they're still in Texas, right? Right. Uh, So and they've got to get it all the way up. What, Montana? Montana. Well, yeah, they're headed to Oregon, but uh, the the Duttons have to make it to at least Montana. And I just can't see they're going to have to do some serious traveling in three three episodes. Yeah, to, to get Montana. So I mean, <clears throat> like I said, think things could change. I see them honestly doing at least one more. Now I would be fine with them going. Okay, next season we're doing eighteen eighty four. I mean, even if you just go a little jump, but I think they've, they've done in the flashback scenes, like uh, we did the, Mm -hmm. the, we showed last week, the 1993 flashback or the 1893 flashback where John is a little more grown up and the mom is older and the dad's out chasing the, the horse thieves. And that kind of is in the world. So I don't know why they would just let that just go off to be nothing. But yeah, I mean, so last week, yeah, episode six, I think was really uh, focusing a lot more on like her grief, how she was still kind of recovering from the death of uh, Ennis, 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 however you pronounce his name. This week seemed to me like she, it's more of a looking forward for her, you know, which she kind of flirted with that other guy on mm-hmm. last week's and um and then this week yeah, and then the indian this week yeah this week she made she meets uh sam you know which you know which, to me and this is just this is just me have her do that so soon and so this is supposed to be the guy that you know is supposed to be the love of her life 
to have yeah. her do these things so soon after him leaving, it kind of cheapens that relationship. Or you know? it, or it impacted you, you, her you life so hard, the loss. That's how that's how I'm trying to rationalize it, I guess, is that it impacted her life so hard, that loss, that now she's focusing on living in the moment because um, life is so fragile that you never know what's going to happen. You need to take every opportunity and advantage of everything you can because you never know. Yeah. Because, I mean, because up until that, well, I mean, up and definitely up until this trip, she was really young and naive and didn't understand anything about the world. Um, right. And then even on the first, you know, the with them constantly telling her not to wander off, not to do these things, not, you know, she was still... Like a like a regular teenager that you know I'm indestructible and nothing bad can ever happen. Mm-hmm. And then with him, she kind of it was a big smack in the face that no life can be rough. The world is rough, um, especially out there. If if they survive it, it's a yeah, it'll be a miracle. I mean, I don't know which. I mean, we know they just based on the story, we know the Duttons are going to make it to Montana. I don't know, like we were talking last week, we don't know if she's included in that, if the John is, if Spencer is, how, how the whole storyline is going to work. Um, but somehow the family bloodline continues on. Mm-hmm. But, and we don't know what's going to happen with all of the, uh, the travelers. The, uh, the Germans. Know, right, yeah, all the Germans. Um, well, like Shay, he, you know, he was pretty mad, or I don't say mad, but... I'd say kind of <clears throat> this week starting to get realistic that going, they're not going to make it. We just need to turn around and go back because they're not going to make it. They're all going to die. Or we just need to dump, mm-hmm. them, dump them like in Colorado or we'll, you know. Yeah. But he keeps talking about get them him. not surviving the, the winter or the mountains. Wait till they hit the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of see if the beginnings of the formation of a plan where he's just going to drop all those people in Colorado. <coughs> yeah. Something has Make to it to happen. Denver. And then he's just, and he's going to be like, no, this is as far as I'm taking you. Cause you guys are just, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right. I can't just be the, the leader of the caravan of death. Yeah. Which is kind of like what it's turned into. Yeah. Cause he, he's kind of taking it personal. Um, like he, he mentioned mm-hmm. that, 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 at the beginning of the what couple episodes go about that he's yeah leading them all to death that they're creating widows and and then and orphans right and then what's his name uh, Sam no Sam Thomas 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 that's it yeah he you know tells him well you never felt that with you know when you were commanding all those all those soldiers to go in into battle you mm-hmm. were creating widows there but. But I guess this he's looking at it is just a little different. But uh, I mean, because he keeps even with the like they talked, they have all the cows, all the cattle, putting them, putting it off, not wanting to slaughter any of the. Well, they didn't want to waste any for a while because they didn't have any. But even now they have the chef, and he was still not wanting to really kill any cows yet. Want wanted to wait till winter, um, or they got closer to winter. Mm-hmm. But but they end up uh, slaughtering one, which I. Thought that lineup scene with the chef, with uh, explaining to the to the Germans how you uh, 
how you get in line, how you stand in line. And, you know, and then, you know, he used a little harsh language, which Margaret didn't like when she slapped him down. Yeah. (laughs) And then dad comes through and he's like, that could have went a whole lot worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Imagine he's probably seen the worst. Trust me. That could have went a whole lot worse. And he's like, I believe you. But yeah, that's when. Yeah, he did. He he went a little overboard with that, you know. Yeah. Just dropping the f bomb over. He obviously he didn't care. You know, back in the day, they just talked the way they wanted to, and they didn't care about there being you know little kids around. Uh, He he did though. He eventually got to the point where he's like, "Ooh, slap." Yeah. Yeah, I probably ought not do that. I remember. uh, I remember growing up with people. I mean, well, we used to run around with a lot of people who would talk like that. And didn't even realize they were talking like that. Um, mm-hmm. Some people, yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it's just so much a part of their language they don't even realize it sometimes. But, but we met the two Comanches, you know that uh, that we have to pay them uh, basically a tax to travel on their land to travel across their land. Yeah, so and that's why they slaughtered the the cow. Right, so like we're going to have a little And then they had their feast. last little sit down having a little picnic. Which it's all for the good. And uh, that's when Elsa meets Sam, you know. They have their little race, you know, which mm-hmm. she, she beats him, you know, on her fast horse And wins lightning. his knife. Yep. And that's uh, when he tells her the story of how he got his name, you know, for killing the man that killed his wife. And then he took his name. I think you are the lightning. Lightning with the yellow hair. Like a quitsipa ita. Quitsipa That's why I will call you. Lightning yellow hair. But yeah, so you, you start to see a little spark there between the two of them. And I've seen some people talking about, <clears throat> don't know if this is going to have anything to do with it, but jumping back to the first episode when she gets shot with the arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they say that it looks like she's in, uh, because she's in a, back in a full dress in that, where she hadn't wore a dress for a while. She's been wearing, you know, pants. But it looks right. like she's in more of like a wedding type dress. Um, and they said that she has like Indian uh, braids in her hair when you go back and watch that scene when she's fighting. Which I didn't, hmm. I didn't notice first time, and I, I haven't gone back and watched. But uh, I keep planning on no, doing that. But and no, I haven't either. And then some people say that they think the whole th- that whole scene was just like a dream sequence that it's not even going to actually happen. I think that's how the season is going to end. But well, see, and here's the thing: if that's the way the season is going to end, and you're going to have more questions need to be answered in another uh, season. Yeah, you're going to have to run another season. Yeah, I think because there's there going to be so many fans are going to be like, you can't just leave me hanging at this point <laughs> and me not know what happens to all these people. Right. I mean, we know that the mom survives and the the little brother and then Spencer, and but we don't know if Spencer is John's little brother or is Spencer Elsa's son. Right. Yeah. There's just so much we don't know. Yeah, and, that, and that's I can a, see them having to do another. Yeah, I'd like a bunch of more seasons. I'd like them to to go through the whole lineage all the way up, if as long as, like we said before, is I mean the journey is a journey, 
But to me, the relationships and the people are what makes the story. So, oh, yeah. So as long as they stick with well, good writing, I don't care how they continue to take it and how long they take it. Um, as long as they keep, I don't know, good writing. And there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's, de- I mean, all of that is to me is like interesting, unique times in our history. And I, I can't imagine, I don't see them getting, I mean, because I think the way they've been telling the story so far, it, I think it's been pretty respectable. Um, they, it's not like super woke, um, but it's not like crazy disrespectful either. I think it's a bit, now some people are, are, have a problem with the show saying that it, uh, demoralizes women and it's going back to the patriarchy and, you know, the power of man and all of that. But that's how that time period was. Um, yes, but she like Margaret, I think she's a pretty strong female character in the show. Well, I think her, her mother, both are. right. So, I mean, that's a, yeah, and you see some other, you see some other female characters that are coming along, and they're showing their strength too. Right. Uh, in in other ways, and in little ways, like the two Germans that they had, they left behind so that the bandits could attack. Yeah. It wasn't the man sitting up there by the fire; it was the woman. Right. You know, and granted, it scared the crap out of her, but hey, she stepped up and did what she had to do. Right. I, th- so I that's, think that's that, pretty decent. That's I think it's really good writing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We've. Yeah, definitely got some good writing. And even like with with Shay, with his girlfriend, she or whatever you want to call, or not Shay, uh, Thomas, his girlfriend, the gypsy, the gypsy woman. I mean, she she seems like she's she she's not taking care of herself yet, but I I don't think it's that far off. Because I I mean I don't know how how strong that relationship is going to be and how long it's going to last, and I don't know what the story. We'll just keep following it, but well, I'm not sure how many, how much interracial mar- marriages there were on the plains in the 1800s. Uh, I'm sure there may be some. Yeah, but I don't know how many. You know, I mean, it's, people. You know, sometimes you can't help who it is you fall in love with. Right. I mean, so far so they've I, never I, even I, really. I hope, that, I hope. Yeah, they haven't even really touched on that they, a whole lot yet. Well, I hope that they do explore that uh, that relationship. I, it's it's one of the it's one of the more interesting things I think yeah. going on outside of the Dunton. Yeah, you got their stuff going on, and then you've got the the caravan, the rest of the the wagon train right. that's with them, and that's one of the more interesting stories that's going on there. Uh, the other guy, Joseph, the leader, he's just so far he's just been useless. Yeah, I I don't think he's gonna you know? he's not gonna make it. But I mean, but other than the Duttons and Thomas and her and Shay, there's nobody else really on that caravan that you care. I mean, they haven't even really introduced us to too many other, other than uh, the only one Joseph. The only ones they've introduced to so far has been the Joseph and the thieves. Yeah. Anytime they introduce somebody, they usually Ever? kill them off. <laughs> yeah, or throwing them out or of throw, the caravan. Right, throw them out. They've not really gotten into who the people are. Right. Uh, I mean, we know very little about And really, the only that they really there's a connection there. And that's so we've, we've learned more about her. But the rest of the people in the wagon train, we really still don't know that much about, it, except for like Joseph and 
we don't really know that much about his wife. Right. Other than yeah. we know that she is brave because, like I said, she she is willing to be the the, the bait for the yeah. trap. Yeah, they haven't touched on it much. Um, they did the no, uh, no, nobody. They haven't really. What's that one? There was there's one. Oh, the piano guy. But that they kind of introduced him and talked about that just for the sake of leaving stuff behind. Um, to kind of push that. Yes. But they didn't. Yeah, to show to show how much you actually had to sacrifice. Yeah. To make the trip, you had to leave everything behind. And he's a musician, you know. And here he is having to leave his piano behind. Which, I mean, if he was a if he was a musician, did he need the piano? Did he know any other instrument? You know. Yeah. Violin? Did he know guitar? Did he know? You know, there could have been smaller instruments that he could have taken along with him. Besides a piano, yeah. I mean, a piano is huge. <laughs> yeah, but I don't oh, yeah. know. They're not hauling it now. Um, which, like we talked about, the tornado nope. comes in. Tornado hits. Um, I mean, when it first kind of ha- ca- the storms rolling in uh, with Sam, you know, they they leave the camp, and that's what they're when they're talking to him. That's what they say they're leaving before the storm rolls in. Mm-hmm. Sam and the uh, I don't know did they say what the other guy's name was but he you know they, I don't remember they left. naming him but they may have I was thinking Sam mentioned it when they were uh, talking but maybe not when, not Possibly. with Elsa but when he was talking um, one of the, he was talking to Shay when they were at the fire yeah. one of the things that really uh, that I liked about that the way that they they shot that and then it's this tornado happening and it's you know here you've got the screen it's kind of split you know you've got your storm over here you got your clear sky over here and then all of a sudden the next thing you know the storm's on top of them and it rolls through like a train and then as soon as it's gone the skies just pop back up they're just straight up you know and it was really kind of interesting the way that they they filmed that like i said because one minute you know you're in the middle of, of this horrendous storm and then the next minute, it's gone, and the, there's blue skies out again. Cause, and that's one of the things I noticed is like, so how that just blew through, and now it's just like it didn't even happened. Except for the fact that, you know, you can look around and you can see wagons destroyed. Yeah, how powerful the tornado was, but then it was, yeah, like you said, it was impressive to look at, and I mean, it was like a beautiful thing to see. Sam and Elsa scene to me was a little odd, but yeah, her laying on top of him and kissing him and stuff like that. Yeah, that was a little, like I said, I mean, you've got two episodes here where, okay, at the beginning of the first episode, right after he's dead, she's you can tell she's in mourning halfway through it she's you know flirting with the new cowboy and now she's flirting with this indian which i mean i don't care if she gets together with the indian or not right that's neither here nor there but it just seems like it just kind of to me it just seems like it just kind of cheapens the uh relationship that she had with this innis guy yeah uh you know if it meant that much to her you think she would more a little bit longer than what she did 
Yeah. Of course, we don't know what kind of time frame that you're looking at from one episode. Right. That could be. It could be months. Right. So. But I know that, uh, like I said, I I think it's just that uh, how I'm doing it is that I think she's just seizing the moment and the opportunities. And I think in this moment, she was scared and thought she was dying. Yeah. And she's like, this is how I'm going out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> And if I have to say, you know, if I've got to go out, you know, in a tornado, then I'm going <laughs> to want a, an attractive blonde laying on top of me, kissing me too. I mean, yeah. so kudos to Sam for that one. I mean, he's get a big thumbs up for me there, buddy. Yeah, and this and tornado yeah. destroyed every destroyed every wagon except for two. So I don't know how all these people, are, but nobody died, which is kind of uh, amazing. But uh, kind of weird because people have been dying every episode <laughs> and everything true. that happens and all the people are still left alive yeah. so probably what they're going to do is they're going to in my opinion next episode and this is just me looking forward into the next episode they're going to have like i said you're going to have two wagons uh it's going to have all their food in both those wagons more than likely and the women and children and they're going to take those two wagons they're going to get to colorado and that's where they're going to call it quit except for the Dutton's. They're going to be like, we're going to travel on. And they may get hooked up with another wagon train or maybe they just, you know, go at the, the alone by themselves. Or maybe Thomas and and, and the captain yeah. maybe go along with them. But I can see them dropping all those germs in, in Colorado and saying, I don't have any wife left. You're, you're, this is probably as far as you're going to go. Your connection keeps, uh, like, stuttering. I mean, I, I can't tell if it's mine or yours, because okay. um, sometimes if my internet slows down a little bit, it'll cause it too. But so it's the connect, it's the internet somewhere between us. So like right now, it's real smooth, and you know, so Sam takes off again. Elsa tells him bye, and you know, he, he you know he tells her you know that she's always welcome in Comanche land. So I think there's going to be something further with them, yeah, a bigger relationship. Um, and the cook comes strolling oh, up. Oh, yeah, I think there's something there. And uh, I was listening to one thing they were talking about. It said that uh, they thought that the so, cook... You got to kind of wonder, where did he get to? Yeah, he said he took off in the middle of the night, but uh, um, or early before the storm came in. But uh, I've seen something saying that the some people were thinking that the cook set him up with the bandits. He came from their direction. He saw them. He said there was only six of them when there was like 12 or 13. There was a lot more. Um, and you would think if he rode by them or in sight of them, they would have seen him one lone wagon. That they attacked were, him. Right. That makes, that makes sense. So that he would have with them. So that might be happening, but... So. Uh, you know, so but they've they got destroyed there, so it don't really matter. Anymore. Yeah, because yeah, everybody took off, which it didn't make any sense to me why <clears throat> Elsa went with them. You know, because Shay Thomas and James and Elsa goes, she goes with them. Like, okay, we're all going to get the bandits, and as soon as they get to the bandits, he's like, "All right, turn around, and go back." <laughs> he sends her off. It's like, well, why yeah. did you even bring her in the first place? 
But uh, so he yeah. sends her off all, all by herself, which, you know, you'd think if you're, I guess you don't want her right there in the middle of a gunfight, but you don't want her running off by herself either when all these people are around. But she takes off. That's true. She takes off and she draws a lot of them off. Right. Because yeah. they chase her. There's like three of them. Yeah, three of them. And then, go out after them. Sam, and then, of course, Sam shows up. Sam and his sidekick show up and they pretty much take all three of them out. Yeah. Dispatches them with, you know, with ease. Yeah. <clears throat> While Tom, the captain, and John are all back and, you know, they've all dismounted and. Every one of them's taking a hit. What do you think about the captain getting the uh, head wound? Uh, well, at first, that's why I wasn't sure how bad they were. Because, um, you know, some of them Was are... that a girl? Did he actually... Did that bullet go in? Or did it just graze him? I think it just grazed him, but... And how did he... How's he survive? Yeah. I think he's just... It just grazed him. Now, like Thomas, looked, Thomas took a pretty big. It looked pretty nasty. Yeah, <clears throat> and James, James took a shot to the gut, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you'd think no, it's to his butt. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like in his. Uh, I thought it went in like in and out. It was in his buttocks, and oh, they, okay. dude, he pulled his he pulled his pants down. And yeah, he like dug right there, the dug that one out. Pants in your butt, kind of a big pimple on shot that uh, the and gave it to him. He's like, here, here's the bullet that didn't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a morbid way to look at it. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, so then um, you know Margaret because she left them when she found when she left the other two cowboys when she found out that Elsa was with James and them after the bandits. So she took off after him. Which then she shows up. There's the one lone bandit left, straggler that's wounded on his horse, and comes up on Margaret, and you know, and then she kills him. Yeah, which she got pretty. She, she and then she goes and cries. Yeah, she shot him with both barrels. That's a double barrel shotgun. I'm pretty sure she unloaded both of them. Into yeah, him. yeah, I got it. And then she went and cried. Here's a little clip, uh, which I mean, I can't say as I blame her, you know. Here's Elsa talking about that. She wouldn't speak when we got back to camp. Wouldn't look at my father. Wouldn't look at me. I heard her crying by the fire before dawn. I sat beside her and asked her what was wrong. She said she killed a man over a horse. And now John was the only hope our family has to reach heaven. I didn't have the heart to tell her there is no heaven to go to because we're in it already. We're in hell, too. They coexist right beside each other. And God is the land. Ooh. The dramatic music. It's kind of heavy, deep thoughts, though, for someone... That's supposed to be what sixteen years old. Yeah, yeah. She's matured a lot in the last uh, few months that they've been traveling. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's, it's like I, it's like we said. They're still supposedly still in Texas, right? And they've got three episodes or three episodes to get to Montana. <clears throat> so there's going to have to be like a 
a traveling montage. Yeah. Traveling, at least getting to Colorado. And they're either going to have to resupply there and buy new wagons and whatever else they're going to need to get over the mountains. And I dare say they were smart. They would win in Colorado and not uh, not try to get over the Rockies. Because, I mean, with only two wagons, and that means most everybody's going to be walking, which means your progress is going to be incredibly slow. Yeah. So the, the smart money would be to stay in Colorado, probably stay in Denver. <clears throat> until the spring of the next year. And in which case there you have your 1884 season. Maybe that's what they're saying. There's only going to be one, one episode of the second season is going to be called 1884. That could be, you know what I'm saying? It could happen. But that's all I got. All right. All right. As always, you can find us on, uh, Facebook, Facebook, um, got a Facebook group, Facebook page, socially sensitive podcast, go to socially sensitive.com. Follow us on Twitter at socially sense, Instagram, socially sensitive, all the normal places. Listen to the podcast on Apple podcast, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, all the normal, uh, podcast places until next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. In the sky, gon' have to wait for me. I can smell your lies. Watch what you say to me. Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I can never talk about.